And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, and he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, a promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There are a couple of themes that came to mind as I was thinking about this this solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the first theme is a mother taking care of her son. I heard a conversation with a comedian. It's a very successful one. He's probably a millionaire many, many times over. But when he was starting to become successful, Once he had the money, one of the first things he did was to buy a house for his mother, a new home. She had never lived in a new house, and she was still living in the house that raised him and his siblings. And he just wanted to make sure that she was taken care of and didn't have to worry about the cold winters or the hot summers. And that is very similar to what we celebrate today what Jesus did for his mother. And we have to remember the love between Mary and Jesus was a pure love. Mary did not have to, her love for her son did not have to be impacted by the the punishment and the stain of original sin since she was immaculately conceived. And so the love she had for her son and of course the love that Jesus had for his mother was a pure love. And so much so that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, one of the things he wanted to make sure that would happen is that Mary would be looked after after he had gone. And so he turned to his, the disciple whom he loved and says, here is your mother. And he turned to his mother and said, here is your son. 
And from that moment on, that disciple took Mary into his home and cared for her. But even more so, after Jesus had returned to heaven, and as the end of Mary's life was approaching, Jesus had prepared a place, a special place for his mother, just as we heard just as we heard being proclaimed from the book of Revelation in our first reading. And Jesus brought his mother, both body and soul, to that place in heaven, where she now reigns as queen of heaven. She is now able to enjoy the love of her son along with her heavenly father and the Holy Spirit for all eternity all because of the love of her son. But the second theme is is something else that happened at the foot of that cross. Jesus wasn't just about making sure his mother was taken care of, but he also wanted to make sure that we were taken care of, we his disciples. From that moment on, Mary became the mother of all of us, all of us who are baptized into the faith, all of us who believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came into this world not to judge it, but to offer salvation. Mary now is in heaven because of the gracious gift of her Son. But Mary is busy in heaven because she loves all of us as her children, and she wants all of us to join her forever in heaven. And so she is continuing a very, very busy schedule of bending God's ears on our behalf, of interceding for all of her children still on earth, asking for God to be merciful to us, to forgive us, and to show us the way that will eventually lead to heaven. The greatest joy that Mary could have is when any of her children are admitted into the gates of heaven. And she continues to experience that joy, but also work towards future joys as we continue on life's journey. My dear friends, Jesus loved his mother. He wanted the best for her. And he knew that her being in heaven, body and soul, was the best gift he could offer her. But he also did it because he knew his mother would be tenacious in interceding for us all. He knew that her love for each one of us is total and complete. And it is in experiencing the love of our mother and Jesus' mother, that hopefully our own hearts will soften and try to imitate the love of Mary for her son and for each of us. And so as we continue today's celebration of the Eucharist, we thank God for the gift of Mary because through her we have the gift of Jesus, his son, And we also recognize the great gift that Jesus, his son, gave Mary, his mother, taking her body and soul into heaven so that she can be at at those pearly gates 
and welcoming each of us when our life on this earth is at an end.